What's up, y'all? We're your hosts, Brandon and Cherie Cobia, and you're tuned in to another episode of Fit Chat, where we chat through not only physical fitness, but also your balance of mental, spiritual, relational, and financial fitness. You'll get our uncut perspective on life's biggest needs, all mixed in with a little bit of real life and some good old common sense. So let's dive in. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Fit Chat. Today we are going to be talking about a fun subject. Well, it's fun to us. <laughs> We're going to be talking about how to build muscle because that seems to be a topic around the gym these days, around this time of year. Have you heard of bulking season? That's where everybody wants to put on muscle for the year. It's kind of that season. So it got us thinking about, um, you know, how, how we build muscle. And this has been provoked by questions that we have gotten recently. I know I've gotten a lot of questions from women about how to build muscle in certain areas, but this topic is for men and women. So let's define bulking system, real system, <laughs> bulking season. Do we also need to remind people that we don't edit this, this podcast? Yes. Yes. This is completely Again, wrong. We, yes. we press play and go. Um, so Bulking season, because you probably lost half the females when you said bulking. Exactly. They go, no, thank you. I'm not bulking. I'm, I don't want to get bulky. All that is is basically the cooler months where you may or may not have to go to the beach or the pool, and you may can wear a sweatshirt or sweatpants and eat a little different and not worry about it and still reap some benefits out of that. So it may be easier to build muscle so that when it gets warmer again, it's actually easier to cut back down and lean out because you've built more muscle and you have more thick, dense muscle to help you with metabolism. Yes. So that's all that is. It is. And very transparently, men love this idea a little bit more than women. When men typically like to put on the pack on the pounds in the winter and they, they like that. But we're going to talk about how we can be lean and ripped shredded, build muscle, all the things in this, in this episode, but the same rules apply for men and women in mm -hmm. terms of how you work out and eat to build. So there are a few different aspects that we're going to talk through about how you actually build muscle. Okay. So workouts, like how you work out, we're going to talk through that, the food that you eat, supplements that you can take and rest. So Number one, workouts. That's the fun one, right? <laughs> First thing I would say, less cardio and more lifting. Yeah. The more cardio that you do, you're just burning the calories that you need to lift in order to build that muscle. Yeah. I see this mistake a lot with people. It's almost like they're uh, punishing themselves for whatever they did the weekend or or are planning to do in the future by just unlimited you know amounts of cardio and you wear yourself out you you kind of become like a wafer like you're losing muscle tone but really not losing a ton of fat either uh, so i'd be real cautious about over indexing on cardio i'm not saying don't because we definitely do mm -hmm. but it's probably 20 percent, and there's 80 percent that is done on weights, right? Yeah. And I think I go through different seasons where I enjoy cardio a little more, but I would say you can even choose the type of cardio that's going to help benefit you and build muscle. So 
probably if you're running like distance running, ladies, if you want to build your glutes, you're killing yourself. It's just going to, it's going to run right into your legs. It's going to get flatter and flatter. I'm just telling you. And think about that. Like when I see runners, I see two types of body styles that I would want and not want. I see a sprinter and I think that dude or that girl is well-defined, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. And then I see people who run long distance and, and most of them I look at and go, they're either like crazy skinny, don't want to do that, or they are they don't even look like they're in shape. Yeah. Like they're out there running, but I'm like, well, I don't, I don't care if I can run a marathon if I look gross. Right. That's what I was going to say. If you like running, try sprinting totally different animal and you think you've got like running down pat try sprinting and it'll be a totally new challenge for you but and break it up too like if you if you want to go run 30 minutes yeah instead of jogging for 30 do a one minute you know not sprint you don't have to sprint for a full minute but run for a minute walk for a minute run for a minute faster than normal walk for a minute kind of spread it out to get the same time in right so the general idea is you want to kind of trade out the time, switch the amount of time spent. If you've done a lot of cardio and just like, say you say you do 45 minutes of cardio and 20 minutes of weights, you want to flip flop that. You want to spend most of your energy on the lifting and those calories that you would be slowly burning doing, doing cardio. You want to spend that lifting and you're going to be burning calories all day long when you're building that muscle too. So you're, you're actually helping yourself out. I have a pet peeve. Um, so Cherie's probably the nicer of the two of us. So you just mentioned like, Hey, if you're going to work out for, you know, 45 minutes of weights and 20 minutes of cardio and like half the people probably just went, Oh, that's over an hour. I don't have that much time. That's, that's actually not true. And I get, I'm really, I'm tired of like (laughs) a lot of the, Oh, you can come do this workout in 15 minutes and get out. I mean, you can, but I I don't see many people that do that, that feel like I want to feel, look like I want to look. Right. So quit looking to do like the bare minimum. You have the time. You just choose to spend it on Facebook or scrolling through your phone or something else. So you got an hour. You get, everybody at least has an hour. And if you don't, you're lying. Yeah. And we're talking to the people who are wanting to make this a priority. Or you probably wouldn't be listening to this, would you? Probably not. Um. But keeping on the subject of workouts, you still, you know, you want to train. Let's say you want to grow your glutes. Okay. I've heard that a lot. Sheree, I have a flat butt. (laughs) How do I get some shape? Well, don't just spend your whole time training legs and glutes. You still need to train your full body, right? Same for men. Most men want a fuller what, Brandon? What do men want? Mm. Are we talking, okay, we're talking muscles. We're talking Um, muscles. I don't know, probably chest and arms. I think most guys think about that. Yeah. So if you're a guy, you probably don't want to go in the gym and just train all upper body, right? Have the little chicken legs. Well, and the same thing applies. Like just as much as bulking, you can't reduce certain areas. So if you've got a big butt and you hate it, you can't just go train glutes and try to make it go away. It doesn't, there's despite what people say, there's no such thing as spot reduction. So if you've got a chunky stomach, stop doing abs. That literally doesn't help anything. It builds the muscle behind the fat. So we got to stop thinking about spot reduction. Exactly. So think about lifting heavier weight. Okay. You want to 
build in a particular area, if you are not challenging the muscles, they are not going to change. You have to give them a reason to change. Heavy weight. However, we need to work up to it. Don't just, you know, just don't go grab something crazy that you can't control and you're swinging it and not getting the full benefit of it. But lifting heavy, would you agree, Brandon, that that is something that most people who are new to this don't Well, I think they get stuck in, again, what society has said for years, which is if you lift heavy, you get big. If like, if you lift heavy with short reps, so like heavy weight with five reps, seven reps, something like that, then you'll get bigger. And if you live with light, you know, teeny tiny weight and you do like 20 reps, you'll actually get toned. That it's not true. You have, you have muscle. You don't have big muscle or toned muscle. You have muscle. Mm-hmm. So get out of the mentality of honestly, get out of the mentality of counting reps. That's another pet peeve of mine too. Like whether you're going to pick up a weight that's quote unquote heavy or light, get a, get a, a rep range that is, I can at least do five. And anything beyond five is great as long as you have good technique. So some days it may be, you know what? I kind of want to lift a little heavy. I kind of got mad at my wife last night. So I'm going to do heavy weight and do six reps of everything. Is that your secret in the gym? Uh, That's another episode. (laughs) So like it may be, you know, again, it may be like six, seven, eight reps. And it may be different on the day. You just go to failure. Your muscles don't know how many reps you do. They know, did it go to its limit? And I would say another thing, a variety of movements. So for instance, if you want to build your shoulders, a lot of ladies, it's an interest of yours, building your shoulders up. You've got to do exercises that work every single muscle in lots of different ways in order for them to change. So think about it. You have, we, we all have like three different muscles basically in our shoulder, front, middle, and side, or excuse me, front, middle, and rear. Well, you can, I mean, there's literally 20 exercises for your front shoulder, but if you see someone doing a shoulder press and you're like, well, that's your front shoulder exercise. And that's what you've done for 20 years. Your body's adapted to that. You're never going to grow. It's never going to change, but there are multiple exercises out there for every single body part you have selfish plug for our app, where we actually show you how to do this on the pure fit pal app. And we change the exercise weekly for you. So you don't have to guess how do I work my you know, vastus medialis or whatever. We do that for you. The what media? It's, it kind of made it up, but it is, <laughs> it is a real muscle. Uh, also, another shameless plug for that, a variety of training methods. So, you know, like Brandon mentioned earlier, some days maybe go heavier and just do like maybe five reps of something. Another day, go a little lighter, do more reps. One day, super slow. Another day, quicker reps to keep your muscles guessing, to keep your body constantly having to adapt. What would you add to that? Um, I feel like I'm going to hurt more feelings on this one, but like, here's another pet peeve, just a fitness pet peeve. So whatever the new thing is, let's just pick on Peloton for a little bit because everybody went out there and spent thousands of dollars on Pelotons. And then now you either hang your jeans on them or I'm seeing them all over Facebook. Like, Hey, anybody want to buy this barely used? It's a great thing to do. 
But if that's all you do every day, your body adapts to that after like 30 to 45 days, you can go harder and get slightly more results, but you're not going to be what you want to be over the course of your lifestyle because you ride a Peloton every day. It's got, you got to be doing different things to your body. So that's why we love the gym is because you, there's so many different things you can do there instead of a bike or instead of a treadmill or instead of weights. Right. And it also keeps you from getting um, injured. Like for instance, you can do like hit exercises. It may be a different workout every single day, but if you're doing that every single day, like a boot camp, your, your body is going to wear out and give out. So variety of training methods. So, so let's talk food. Okay. Get off of workouts. Let's talk food. <laughs> That's your favorite subject. Mm-hmm. I just fed him a snack, so he's good. So in order to build the muscle you want to have and actually quote unquote, lose the fat at the same time, food is, is the key. Yes. We are, I'm 45. She's 45. We didn't get good at this until the past like five years. So I think we told you before we, at age 40, we signed up for like a fitness competition where you stand on stage and they pick apart your body and that was good and bad and for different reasons, but our bodies didn't change in the way we wanted to until we did that. And I can vividly remember we hired a coach who knew more than we did. And the first thing he told me when I went in there was you're not eating enough. And I thought, man, I, I destroy three meals a day. Like I eat, I can consume some food. So he added two to three meals a day to my diet. And within like three to four weeks, I had lean muscle building even better, but I had like that, that fat that you've been trying to get rid of for a decade. I had that just falling off of me, like that low back fat, that side fat, all that stuff went away when I started eating the right way. Right. So he said the same thing to me too. And I just about freaked out because I went from eating three meals a day to eating six meals a day. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I am going to gain. Well, no, the end of the first week, I think I lost five pounds that week. And the reason is, and we thought we ate good. I mean, we ate decent. We probably ate better than most, but we switched to eating like actually everything clean, like whole foods that spoil if you don't eat them or cook them. That is all we ate. Whereas before I, I really, I feel like we ate a lot more empty calories. You know, we'd have uh, stuff out of the pantry, right? Stuff out of the pantry that came out of a box. Um, that was, you know, decent. However, whenever we switched, our bodies were able to drop the fat, but we were getting fueled with such better food that we could actually build a lot more lean muscle. I feel like we need to stop for a second and tell 80% of the women out there and probably 20% of the men to throw away their scales also. Like when we talk about eating more, most people go, okay. And then they step on the scale a week later and they see they weigh three pounds more and they go, absolutely not. And you might actually, I mean, sure you mentioned it. You might actually weigh more when you do this Mm -hmm. because you're going to, you're going to put on some muscle and lose some fat and everybody knows muscle weighs more than fat. So Cherie will probably tell you she's never since I've known her been a quote unquote light on the scales type girl. Like no, she's, I'll tell you, I'm, I don't care. She's heavy, heavy. <laughs> okay. Thick, okay. Thick. Oh, I, I weigh one forty. 
I don't care. And some women are like, oh my goodness. Well, she does care. I don't really care. I care about fitting in my clothes. But I weighed 140 when I went in to start to compete. And then I think that first week I dropped five pounds. But in the six months that we trained and did the whole even slim down, like shred out, when I stepped back on stage, I think I was 142. But I looked totally different. So throw the scale away. Yeah. Save your money. Absolutely. So let's talk through exactly what it would look like to eat clean. Guess what? Our app does that too. <laughs> because you you want to make sure that you're getting all three food groups. Okay. The, yeah. Most people I, don't do it because they don't really know what to do. So we help you out with the macros. Absolutely. As I used to write meal plans for people and I would go through and it's very tedious and I do that because it, people don't know. And now we, and we decided whenever we built the app that we were going to add this free of charge when you sign up, because it is so important to get in the results that you want. We take care of all that for you. So you don't have to watch your macros. You don't have to plug in items. You just have to look at what is on your list and eat exactly that. So you want to make sure you're eating all three macro groups, which is what we do for you, your fats, your proteins, and your carbohydrates. There is nothing wrong with any of those things. For for whatever reason, everybody's like, oh, yay, protein. And then fats and carbs are like, oh, I'll just leave them out. I promise you, because I've, I've done it, you do not want to just go all protein and grains. You, you'll, you'll just pack on the pounds eventually. Your body is going to go, whoop, nope. So... Making sure that you eat um, all three of those. And like I said, if you don't know how to do it, we'll do it for you. Yeah, and you got to have enough calories in your body to actually build muscle. Think about that. You've, you've got to consume like one pound of muscle is equal to 3,500 calories. Let me say that again. One pound of muscle is equal to 3,500 calories. So you've, in order to build that, let's break that down over a week, 3,500 times, uh, excuse me, 3,500 divided by seven days is 500 calories a day extra than what you are currently eating today. If, if you do that, you will add one pound of muscle a week. Mm -hmm. Now you may not want to do that. You can do the backwards math and get to where you want to get to, but you're going to have to consume more calories than you're probably used to. And this is the time of year to do it, right? It's winter time. Even if it, doesn't work like you thought it'd work and you put on an extra few pounds, nobody's going to see. Put your sweatpants on and your sweatshirt on. You're going to be fine. (laughs) You're not going to be able to build any muscle. Ladies, you're not going to be able to build your glutes if you don't eat more. If you're not eating enough, sorry, it's just going to stay flat. So you have to. When you don't eat enough, your body does the reverse of what I just said. It says, oh crap, I'm not getting enough fuel in my body. So whenever I do see fuel enter my body, I have to store it because it's doesn't come that often. So in comes the food and your body goes, I'm going to take that. I'm going to store it. And how do you store food? You store it as fat. So these people that eat a little bit less and less are actually making themselves fatter. So, so try it the other way. Yeah. Your body is going, Ooh, I'm going to hold on to this because I don't know when I'm going to get fed next. All right. So we talked about food. Let's talk about supplements because As we mentioned on an earlier episode, you can eat, unless you're just making all your food in the garden out back, 
and bringing it straight into your table and eating it, it's physically impossible to get everything you need from your food. I hate to say it, but it's true. So you've got a supplement. So what do you uh, talk about what you do around supplements? Well, I make sure, first of all, when I'm coaching somebody through this, make sure that they have a good baseline of nutrition. Do you have a good multivitamin that you take? You need something. Everybody needs one that is pure and good to take every single day. Another thing I would say is most people are not eating enough. They're, they don't have the time. So it's always a good idea to add in a protein shake to fill the gaps. Um, we have one that we love, but there are other good ones out there. Um, they're good. They fill, like I said, they fill a lot of the gaps. A lot of people don't, most people don't get enough protein. So you can do that and get some protein. There are, and Brandon can talk to this because I know he knows a lot about this, about the different proteins that guys like to take. I don't, I haven't ever gone into the, to the store and said, Hey, I want to put on weight. Let me get a weight gainer protein. But yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of guys that take weight gainer protein and it's just a, a crazy amount of calories in one setting. Your body can't process it. So you got two options when you consume too many calories in one setting. So like these 50 grams of protein in one, in one smoothie or, you know, whatever it is, 2000 calorie protein shakes. It's impossible for your body to process that all at once. It has two options, store it as fat or excrete it in one way, shape or form. Um, if you, either one is not fun, right? You don't want to store it as fat and you don't want a bunch of excess stuff in your body. So stay away from weight gain or proteins. Generally look for a protein shake that is around 20 grams of protein. On average, that's where the, you know, the average human can process in one, you know, kind of setting. Coincidentally, the stuff we take and recommend has that. It has the right balance, right? Um, there are some other supplements that you can take um, if you're wanting to put on to put on muscle that some people may want to implement. Do you want to talk about creatine and glutamine, Brandon, just touch on generally? You know, if, if you are doing weight training, not if you're doing cardio and stuff like that, but if you're actually doing weight training regularly, like five, four or five days a week, at least I strongly recommend creatine and glutamine. They're natural. They've been in your, they're in your body anyway. They're in your food anyway. These things have been around for years. They're actually pretty cheap and inexpensive to get. So creatine and glutamine, I would definitely supplement as long as you're doing weight, uh, any kind of weight training. Cool. So the fourth element of this whole building muscle thing is one that everybody likes to do. Well, most people is rest. We have to let our muscles repair in order to build them back stronger and overtraining can be counterproductive. So, you know, if you're going in the gym seven days a week, you're going to wear your body out. Yeah. Same. I mean, I, this is something I struggle with. I'm very good at getting there and working hard. I'm not really good at resting. We talked about this on the last episode. So plan it, do it, force your body to rest. If not, your body's going to tell you when it's time to rest. And that usually happens in getting sick or overwhelmed or stressed out. So make rest happen. Right. And if you're doing all this right, like all that we've talked about and you're giving it your all, you need a mental break from it too. Your body needs a break. You need a mental break. And you, if you are eating clean that whole week, then like 
put a cheat meal in there, a treat meal, whatever you want to call it on that rest day, really feed your body. Think about giving your body something it can use. Like don't go eat a box of donuts or something, you know, cheesecake, crappy food. No, like think hamburger, go eat pizza or something that, you know, has some protein and the car, <laughs> some good stuff in it that your body can just soak up. And you literally, if you are, if you're eating clean, if you're working out hard, you can actually feel your body soaking it up and using it to restore. And it feels so good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one or two, like a cheat day. We're not talking about a meal, yeah. like, like all day. Yeah, if you want to have that. pancakes for breakfast, which I'm thinking about tomorrow, d- do pancakes. And then for lunch, hamburger. And then for dinner, pizza. And it keeps you mentally from the rest of the week. You're like, man, crap, I just, I had all that at once. And you're not craving it the rest of the week. And you're like, I can go six days and eat pretty clean because Sunday's coming and I'm about to kill it when it gets here. <laughs> well, the main, the main and most important thing probably through all of this is just to be consistent. So we threw a lot of stuff out there today, but the key to success really is just being consistent, be reasonable with your commitment to the gym and you will adhere to your plan better, creating the best possible results. Yeah. Case in point, I see people at the gym that they've been there for years, like the older guy at the gym that's come there for 30 years that literally actually has no clue what he's doing, but he's there all the time and he looks good. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, he, even if you don't know what you're doing, if you're showing up, it's going to show results. And then the flip side is people that come for 30 days or come for 60 days, they probably have a decent physique, but then it, it goes to pot because they just can't stick with it. So you've got to find, I don't care what it is. If whatever training it is that gets you to the gym or doing something regularly is what you need to go for. We're, we're here to kind of help you with like, all right, I'm willing to go. I'm going to show up five days a week, but now what? That's where we want you to come to us. We have the pure fit pal app. We have all kind of knowledge around that come to us we'll help you through like what's the next step exactly and continue to reach out with questions because again this subject came up because a couple people reached out this week and was like okay this is a topic we need to touch on so um you can hit us up on um social media you can message us on instagram um at pure fit pal on facebook we're pure fit pal there you can send us a message through here so and also email Info at purefitpal.com. We're always here to answer your questions. We love it, love it. We're big fitness nerds. You are never a bother to us. So um, thanks for listening. We will be back next week with another fun subject. And you guys take care. All right. See y'all. You've been listening to the Fit Chat Podcast the show for men and women who want to take their lives to the next level in the areas that matter most. If you're ready for the next step in your fitness journey, download the Pure Fit Pal app today and start your free seven-day trial.